This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. Imagine your ideal life. Are you living it? If not, why not? Let me guess. You feel unmotivated, fearful, tired. These things may be true, but the question stands. Are you going to allow your current feelings to keep you from living your ideal life? Don't let your dream die. The choice is yours. And today, you're going to choose to step out and get after it. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Peace and Purpose Podcast. We're here with Corbin Elliott and Chance Brown, my noble, noble host. Chance was at... Hi. Yeah, cool. I'm eating a quiche, everybody, (laughs) just for an update there. Eating a quiche, it is uh, hamburger and cheese. So, that's really good. Chance, anything going on with you? Nothing? I'm craving ice cream, vanilla and sherbet. It's so good. Oh, okay. So, we talked about this the other day. You were talk- trying to describe me the flavor. How is it? It's like a like a creamsicle? It's like a creamsicle mixed with vanilla ice cream, and it's awesome. Huh. Wow, so the, the, the just, vanilla like dampens it a little bit, like the like the creamsicle. I, I can't explain it. Y'all should just go if you if you can go get you some. It's at f- your nearest food line. Wow, if you're I in love well, it. food food line is actually a local chain. Super local. Likely yeah. your nearest grocery store. Yeah, yeah, somewhere somewhere where they sell ice cream. Just just try to find it. You know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so that's that's a little bit of our food imprompted. Nobody asks for food cravings and enjoyments. But anyway, so that's what's happening with us with food. Yeah, uh, I think we can just get right into the content, right, Chance? I'm I'm diving in. Diving in. Diving in by a cheering. Dive. It's a good song. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about how we can make our goals measurable. And more specifically, what our key performance indicators will be. Now... Corbin, why, why, why do we care about this, Corbin? Like, why, like, why do we want a goal that we can measure? Oh, I got, a, I've got an answer for you. The answer is so that we can see our progress. Yes, we can see our progress. But why do we need to see our progress, Corbin? Well, one, it makes us feel good, and we get uh, rewards for progressing and becoming better as people. And secondly, it lets us know that we are getting closer to that delicious goal. So while building our confidence, it also says, hey, the reward's coming. So we get a double whammy, man. Chance, thoughts so far? Got any comments? I'm just floating like normal. My head's in the clouds. Floating? I'm listening, though. My head's in the clouds, baby. Yeah, I'm just, got it. I'm waiting to, you know, pounce when I when I feel the moment. All right, well, you jump on your mic, man. Don't don't damage anything, though. I'll try, I'll try not to. I see, you, I see you. Did you sneak a bite of your quiche in there? It was corn. I hope you guys can. Uh, so anyway, we know we saw that Corbin. We're on your. your oh my gosh! Now. Yeah, I think it's gro- I think it's grosser if they can hear it. You know, it's like it's like that thing where the guy chews in your ear. He's like, mm, corn. Uh, 
just to just to lose a couple of viewers on that one. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we want to make it measurable so that we can do the things that I just described. And it's so it's important for you and your goal to have a key performance indicator. So something that you are using to track your progress towards your goal. So let me give you an example so you can better understand. So with my goal, it is specifically, uh, you know, because my goal is, is about paying off my student loans. So my goal is as my, uh, as the money that I am making off of selling stuff increases, that is my performance indicator. So at the end of the day, after a good day of selling, I come home and I see how much money I made. That is my indicator as to how I am um, progressing. So if I made $1,000 today and, you know, I'm up to $6,000 as uh, getting to that 47K, then I know that I've progressed. 47,500. 47,500, right. Sorry, we have to be specific. Remember specific. Specific. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I get home and my key performance indicator is the money that I have to now pay off the loan. In Chance's case, I'm going to go, what's your key performance indicator, Chance? How many crowns we got? How many crowns we got? How many crowns we rocking with? So that guys, that gives you some examples of what your key performance indicator is. So for reference, you can call it a KPI and sound cool. You can so sound really cool with that. <laughs> but anyway, so having so, yeah. those things to so. measure, super important. And like I said before, it's super important on two levels. One, one thing that we need in order to pursue goals and to pursue them effectively and to set goals and to be fulfilled is confidence. And how we build confidence, there's several ways how we build confidence, but one of the ways is by seeing ourselves, like we saw all these objectives in a row that we completed. And whenever we complete something, we have an option. We can decide or have a perception about why something happened. And the, the thing is, if you, if you did it once, you know, then the likelihood, you may say, you know, oh, it was just the condition that was going on. Like, what's, you know, like I, I achieved something, but it wasn't because of me. It was because of some sort of outside thing that happened that made it happen. It's not because I was so able that I made it happen. But the thing is, if you have a key performance indicator and you're able to continue to stack that, you know, another, for me, another $1,000, another $1,000, another $1,000, I'm likely to attribute it to my skill because I'm the common denominator. So as you do this and you track your key performance indicator and you continue to stack and progress and progress, your confidence builds. And as your confidence builds, you are more effective and more focused. So that's a great part of it. And then the second part of it is, like I said before, with your key performance indicator, because like with Chance, what did you say? It's 165 crowns, right? Every time 165. you 165. 165. Every time you get a new crown, you then you you receive a hit of dopamine because you were. This is the reward cue saying you're going to get to that you're going to get to that big goal, that 165 crowns, and you're going to feel really good about yourself. So this is another cue saying, hey, you're getting closer, you're getting closer. So every time that you see that measurement going up. You're feeling even more driven to go back out there and engage in some more behaviors that support your goal. So, Chance, you got any thoughts on that, or I, you want me to keep rolling? KPIs, confidence, keep Boom. rolling, keep rolling. I like it, baby. I like it. Um, so, just to overload the mic there for a sec. So, the next thing I wanted to mention is how do we determine 
and we just gave you two examples, but how do we determine our progress? Like, what type of measurement? And the reason I bring this up is because sometimes we have the tendency to, to measure it in a way that isn't what me and Chance have been talking about. So, that's extremely unclear, but you'll understand it better as I begin to talk. So, when you look at achievement goals, achievement-based goals, which are I'm going out and trying to, and trying to accomplish something, there are two different types. There are mastery goals. There's a mastery orientation to achievement. And then there is a performance orientation to achievement. So the, the mastery part of achievement, and it's all about how we measure our success in our, in our path. So the mastery, we measure our success by our ability to progress from where, where we were yesterday. So if we get better than our, if we continue to improve as a person, or improve and stack objectives to get to our goal, we feel rewarded because we're measuring our success based off of where we are in comparison to our past self. Does that ring chance? Did you understand sort of where I was going there? Yeah, that's really important because I struggle to do that. Okay, great. Great. So that's good. Then there's the second category that is a performance orientation to achievement goals. So performance orientation is I... Um, I base my self-confidence, my self-worth, and my ability to be successful in goals off of my relative abilities in comparison to others. So that's a performance-oriented goal as opposed to a mastery-oriented goal. So, Chance, any thoughts on that before I, before I keep walking here? I'm not trying to joke about this, but I struggle with that one as well. Lovely. I love it. Um, so... So it's it's great topics to be speaking about because I guess you can look at the flip side on if you struggle with them, how it's not good is you're not there's not a lot of clarity if you start comparing mm-hmm. your goals to others or yeah. the, the ability of others. You know, if you know a professional athlete just made a hundred free or ninety nine free throws in a row, and then I'm like, okay, well it's my goal to make ninety nine free throws, and I expect to do it in a week. Well, that's not a reality because I'm comparing rather than looking at my skill set. Um, mm-hmm. that's the comparison. And then the other one is, um, also being able to reflect on the progress you've made and be happy about that. I'm always right now, I, you know, we just looked, talked last week. I'm at 38 crowns out of 165. I'm re- getting ready to like, I'm ready to get to like a hundred or like 130 to start getting closer. And I'm not embracing the fact that I already have 38 under my belt. And that's, I, I look forward too much rather than embracing where I'm at sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, celebrating every every little win and taking the time to turn around and look at it and say, "Hey, this is a worth worthwhile effort. I did a great job." That's cool. Right. So y'all can learn y'all can learn what not to do by what I struggle with, and uh, <laughs> we can learn along together. Same, and the same goes from from me as well. Uh, so I had another comment about just the advantages of if you guys haven't caught onto this of mastery over performance. A lot. They've got a lot of data on this. They've got a lot of data specifically on this from actually edu- the education system. So some some kids do better. You know, like whenever you frame a classroom around whether your success is based on mastery or on relative comparison, and a lot of the stuff, especially in young kids, but with anyone, whenever you have a mastery orientation. You are more resilient to get to your goal. You're more resilient, a.k.a. 
when you fail, you those people are better able to get back up and continue on the path to their goal. Why? Well, the reason why is when you have the performance orientation, your self-worth and confidence is based off of your relative position and competency in comparison to other people. So if you're going, if you're on that track and you're basing off of that, you don't, if you fail, when you're afraid of failure, first off, but if you do fail, the bigger thing is, I don't want anybody to know because then I'll be perceived as a lower value person because I failed. And everybody's doing this, so nobody else is saying that they failed, so then my self-worth is going to be debilitated because I failed. And I don't want to tell anybody. And the reason that those goals, you're better off with a mastery standpoint than a performance standpoint is because now you aren't able to reach out to people and ask questions or from people who have done it or reach out to people around your support group to help you to overcome that challenge because you don't want anybody to know that you failed because then your self-worth's at jeopardy. So that's another important note to make about mastery as opposed to performance. So, so yeah, the, the other note, which is uh, sort of separated, is um, becoming better is intrinsically motivating. So, like, whenever we're beating our old stuff, it feels good because we feel that we're improving. So, anyway, yeah, Chance, go ahead. You had something to say. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and then it always oh, coming back to me. Um, yeah, the, the whole comparison thing's huge. It's because, yes, I use running. <laughs> what's new no uh, me running me me running a marathon was like awesome accomplishment and that's actually something i tried not to compare because it was the accomplishment of i wanted to complete the marathon without walking that was the goal it wasn't there was times involved that i wanted to run but i wasn't stuck on that it was complete the marathon without running now if i looked at my my times and i said well i want to run close to you know what people are running in the boston marathon or running as the world record, it would have been almost a disappointment. Um, and also the enjoyment wouldn't have been there. Um, I think I was able to embrace the event and the challenge that it presented me um, versus comparing um, throughout that goal. If it was, well, I want to run like so-and-so's time or, or, and then, you know, at the end of it, now that my, you know, I made my goals apparent with, you know, family and close friends, you know, they were excited. I was able to be excited. And it was it was a happy event because there wasn't, you know, like I said, that comparison. It was, you know, the goal was set out based off of, you know, not others and their achievements, but rather, you know, what the abilities I was given and, you know, what I might be able to accomplish if I push myself. Yeah. And I think it's also important to note that considering – like, what you base your self-image and your self-esteem off of, it's very important that you don't do it on something that you don't have control over. So, you know, you don't have any control over someone else's performance. You don't have any control over of their genetics or whatever. You don't. So it's not intelligent to base how you feel about yourself off of something you cannot control, a.k.a. their performance. It's much better to do and it on your own. I think that's awesome to point out is genetics. 
I know that some people and you know goals we talk about like certain things sports and weight is one that we bring up because we think you know that's probably one of the most popular goals setting um, is to lose a certain amount of weight and I think that it's important to set your own goals and not compare to others because sometimes genetically it's harder to lose weight because of natural metabolism um, and I think that's really important to take into consideration to never get to get down on yourself and, you know, focus on, um, you know, who you are in the bill, in the ma- in the makeup of you as a person instead of comparison. Well, so-and-so lost 15 pounds in this many months and I, you know, it's been this many months for me and, you know, I've done the same work and I've only lost five pounds and it's like, if you don't realize that comparison and you just base it off of you and think about it, in your standpoint, you know, five pounds is awesome. You're making progress. You know, you can eventually get there. It just might be a, a more challenging experience for you. But, hey, the, you know, the challenge makes it all the more worth it in the end. Yeah, that's. I think that's really excellent. You know, it's it's especially if you're, you know, if you're sitting here and you're you're working out with a friend and you're, you guys both have a weight loss goal and maybe your friend is excelling in it. And you don't realize that there's a, there's these genetic factors, even though you're doing the same thing, you're doing all these things, and you can't because you're basing your progress off of that person and you're behind that person, you aren't getting rewards throughout the process, and thus you're being demotivated because you aren't seeing progress in the way that you're measuring it. Now, but if you change the way you're measuring, aka, you know, three months ago you you've lost three pounds since then, whatever then you can be rewarded and you're, because you're seeing progress now. You're getting a dopamine hit because you're moving towards your goal as opposed to I'm behind and you're not getting rewarded because you're relative, you're actually losing ground as far as your relative, uh, your relative achievement to that person. So yeah, I think that's a really important thing to note and I think it's something that a lot of people slip up on, especially in this world of, of increasing levels of access and comparison to other people. So... Yeah, something to keep in mind because it will. If you do that, it will be intrinsically rewarding as you progress, no matter how small the progression is. That's the cool part too. You can go at your own pace and still be fulfilled as you do it. So, coolio, coolio. Chance, did you have any more remarks on that? Otherwise, I'll take us into this next little section. No, I was gonna present the next section for you to roll oh, into perfect. if that's cool. We are so on the same page. We are so on the same. We're page. on the same page. You're on page fifty-three, right? Yep, yep, you got it. Okay, good. That was the one I was looking at. Wait, <laughs> sorry, I read my script wrong. That was the. Sorry, hold on. Let me. Not Wait, no, no. I'm do- I'm me. actually I'm actually dog-eared on fifty-five. Sorry, I missed that. I think the pages oh. got stuck together. I got confused. That's that's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Let me see here. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> oh, let me pull up my script here. Hmm. Yeah. 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 No, that's no, not. We're on, the, we're on that's 55. not in the script, Corbin. We're, we're on going 55. off. We're going off. Oh my bad. Okay. Sorry. So, well, let's let's um, do something that we're not on a script and, and celebrate. Can we celebrate that, Corbin, and, and move into oh, yeah. uh, celebration for goals? This is how I celebrate. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up? I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm, I'm completely from the 90s. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, so celebration. So, we just talked about how we can track these rewards. We talked about how we can go, man, I just lost a pound. Uh, and now... Every time that happens, every time your KPI goes up, it's time to literally... I've literally patted myself on the bat and had a dance party for, for a KPI increase before. So, please, like, like do it. 
Uh, and the reason it's so, it is so nice to see how far you've come. And also it continues to build your confidence when you see how far you've come, whenever you actually reflect on your past successes. And I, th- I may have said this on the podcast before, but here recently I um, have noticed, like there was one day where I was like, man, I'm not getting any, I'm not accomplishing anything. I'm not moving forward. I don't, I'm not, I don't feel the momentum. And here's the, here's the metaphor I have for you. It's sort of like, you know, you're moving in a car. And, you know, you speed up, you get on the interstate, and after a while on the interstate, it sort of feels like you're not going that fast, right? You're like, you grow accustomed to the speed of the car. Do you, do you relate with this chance? Yeah, I get what you're saying. That makes sense. So so you don't notice how, how far you've come, the progress. You don't realize that you just drove 100 miles, but it feels like you aren't making any progress. It looks like you're going slow. And turning around and, and celebrating each goal and celebrating goals that you accomplished months ago helps to remind you that you are making progress. Because you, that's a friendly reminder, and you celebrate what you have succeeded in thus far. And you take the time to turn around and go, hmm, wow, that's really incredible. It sort of reminds you of the progress that you are making, especially on those days when you haven't been rewarded by seeing progress because you're on the interstate and you've been there for hours. If you reflect back, it feels good, and it helps to keep you moving forward, which is really the just-keeps-swimming model of, of chasing your goals. So, yeah. Chance, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's an awesome concept and a good um, example. And I think to add on that example, a lot of us get caught in that getting on the interstate. Maybe they you hit the gas and, you know, you're going from 40 miles per hour to 70 miles per hour. And it feels good. You're getting going. You're moving fast. And then all of a sudden you're in cruise control and you're not... You don't, you know, you don't have that adrenaline rush or that, I wouldn't say adrenaline rush, but that feel of you're going faster, that progress, that quick progress. And I feel like a lot of the times that is us getting started with those goals, us feeling that rush, us like, here we go, we're, we're starting, we're making progress. And then all of a sudden we get in cruise control, but Corbin's right, you got to take the time to look back and say, you know, not while you're driving, not say that, but to <laughs> reflect back and say, wow. Look back look on your at, GPS mileage. far... There you go. Yeah, look back on your <laughs> GPS in a safe matter, safe manner. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's really we're promoting neat. safety. And I, <laughs> yes, seatbelts, guys. Wear your seatbelts. Uh, what is it? Click it or ticket? No, no seriously. Yes. <laughs> um, and and yeah, I think this is just my hypothesis. A lot of the times, whenever people you know get their, we're talk, let's talk New Year's resolutions because that's the cliche way to talk about goals. You know, whenever people come out and they, they get so far into it and then they stop, here's my thought. I think a lot of the reasons that they stop is because they've gotten on the interstate and they're, like, they got that, there's this big, like, momentum getting into it because it's novel and you're accelerating because you haven't been in that mode. But once you've been in that mode for a minute, you've been going to the gym every morning at, at 7 a.m. or whatever, and you start to notice that, oh, like from the surroundings, from your from your perception, you're in this car and you're moving pretty slow because you've adapted to it. And I think because people don't turn around and look at the progress they've made, they get demotivated because it doesn't appear like they're moving that fast. So I think once you get to a sticking point and you go, man, I think I'm about to quit. Like I'm not seeing a lot of results in whatever pursuit you're going through. I think now, I think then it is the time to reflect on what you have achieved and look and whenever you're tracking your objectives and you have the measurements and the KPIs that you're looking at 
you can look back and very see very easily see the log of things that you have accomplished and that is greatly motivating and that will keep you on the track believe it or not this happened to me very recently so and i got a big a big hit from looking back and saying oh i've gotten a lot because i was working on some hard complex projects and looking back at what i had accomplished that really put the wind in my sails and made me feel good so chance do you have any thoughts on that no, my mind's blank, man. I just think it's a really good concept. Great. That's cool, man. I appreciate it. Chance, are you ready for your question? For for what, what, Hit what me. is it what is it called? What is our section? Okay, this episode, I want the little effect in, if you will. Like the little, you know, like the this segment. What what do we call it? It's a quibby. Quibby? It's a question and guess. Qg. Kuji. I mess that up every time and I will continue to. So chance. Oh, you I can't effect, remember it. I have to think through it. And go like Kuji time, time, time. That's sort of what I'm thinking. Can we do that? Like an echo effect? We'll 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 see what we can get taken care uh, of, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I like that. Um so chance. The Kuji that I have for you today is In the next episode, I want you to give us the plot summary for your newest sci-fi film that you are directing and writing. So he's going to tell us the whole plot and all the craziness that is involved with it on Friday. Chance, you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Director Brown will be in the house on Friday. So, yeah, got that going on. In the house. anything else? Otherwise, I'm ready to wrap. In the house. In the house, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh I'll see y'all Friday at seven. And guys, I will miss Tune you in and turn eyes. up. Oh no, I have to go from Tuesday all the way to Sunday to talking to these people and you're getting Friday, man. Yeah. Blessed. Mm. Grateful. It's tough. Mm. Alright, guys. I will see you next week and chance to see you on the Friday. Catch you on the flip, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Love you all. If you are enjoying or benefiting from our show and you'd like to spread the love. You can do so by subscribing, downloading, and telling your friends and family about us, especially if you feel that they could benefit as well. Also, if you'd like to access our show notes, which includes any resources that we may speak about during the show, you can do so by clicking the down arrow, the details button, or the abridged paragraph, depending on the platform from which you are listening. We want to thank you for your continued support. We really appreciate it. The Peace and Purpose Podcast is a participant in the Amazon Services LLC Associates Program, an affiliate advertising program designed to provide means for creators to earn advertising commissions by advertising and linking to Amazon.com and its affiliated sites. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose Podcast. See you next week.